Are you working hard to keep yourself limited and playing small? Is that working for you? If not, would you like to be changing that now? What if the key to activating your wealth was in the willingness to embody the abundance of possibilities you are? Would you choose it? Join in the conversation now on Living Well with your host, Keisha Clark, and receive tools and facilitation to clear the points of view that keep you stuck in limitation to begin choosing your abundance and living well right now. <laughs> Happy Giggly Good Morning, Good Afternoon, Good Evening, wherever you are in this amazing, beautiful, fabulous, wonderful, gorgeous, incredible, magical earth world we're on, and happy Earth Day, and welcome to Living Well here on A2Zen.fm. I am your host, Keisha Clark, and we have yet another amazing episode lined up for you today. If you have not already joined us in the chat room, please do so. If you're anywhere on A2Zen.fm, just look at the red bar near the top of your screen and find the word chat room. If you click on that, you can give yourself a name or anyone else's and log in. There's no <laughs> IQ test, so it's really easy. <laughs> and if you want to call in at some point and talk to me or my guest today, the numbers for that are at the top of your screen, right about the middle. You'll see a number for the U.S., you'll see a number for Canada, you'll see a number for the UK, and you can also call us via Skype at a2zen.fm if none of those work for you, in, depending on where you are in the world. So, wow, happy Friday, happy Earth Day. How does it get even yummier? I am Our day here in the States, at least in my little part of the States, in North Texas, is starting so beautifully, and I get to play with one of my amazing friends on air, as well as some of my amazing friends who are here in the chat room with me and on our production team, and I'm just having this moment of such gratitude that this is my life. <laughs> this is what I get to do. I get to wake up and talk to fabulous, amazing people and play with awesome creators of magnitude, and oh my God, even on the moments when my life sucks, I'm still able to, most of the time, <laughs> I'm able to go, wait a minute, this is temporary. So really, what else could I be looking at here and remembering here and bringing in the energy of here? And I'm so grateful I have so many amazing peeps that I get to tap into and play with. So thank you, everyone. And thank you for joining us today for this conversation. Whenever you happen to be joining us live or in the future on a replay, I'm grateful that you've stopped by for the time you're going to play with us now. And what can we change in the next 55-ish minutes or so if you would like to do some changing? We have a kind of interesting topic today that might bring a little bit of change to your world, your body, your life. I don't know. It's um, kind of an interesting thing we do. And we're calling it, Who Are You Trying Not to Be? And I have a very special guest. Her name is Annie Gelfand. She is a dear friend and a fabulous co-creator of Magnitude. And I am so happy to welcome you back. Hi, Annie. Hi. I'm so happy. I just love listening to you giggling, girl. <laughs> this is one of I my love favorite sounds. <laughs> Thank you, my darling. Oh, my goodness. And gosh, you know, we've played on this show before. And so uh, if some of you have not gotten to hear Annie's brilliance, you can find her at RadicalWisdom.com. Isn't that an awesome name? I just love that, Annie. Um, Thank I, I'm you. Gonna let people, I, I'm going to let you kind of like 
give us a little information on how you got to that. Um, let me let me tell folks a little bit about our subject matter today first. So are you having ease with who you are? And, and I'm not necessarily asking that to Annie, folks. I'm asking you, <laughs> all of us. Are we having ease with who we are? Or are you finding that you have more of an idea of who you do not want to be rather than who you are? And is that giving you ease? Or is it giving you dis-ease in your body, in your life? Yeah. So that's what we're going to be playing with today. And we're going to explore what gets created when we're trying to create our lives, ourselves, our bodies from the N-O-T of living or the N-O-T kind of living. And I don't know if any of you are already perceiving the wrinkle that goes on in the universe. <laughs> you got to get the tilted puppy dog heads. And yet, even though we go, how is that even possible? How many of us still try to do that, right? <laughs> what? Rocking about. <laughs> yeah. So my gorgeous friend Annie is an MBA with 15 years of corporate background in strategic marketing. She's a credentialed by the International Coach Federation as a master certified coach. She calls herself an intuition whisperer. I think that's so sexy. And she created RadicalWisdom.com, which we'll talk about in just a minute. It's a catalyst of radical change in the first workplace and in the world. And viewer discretion is advised. It's not appropriate for the average human. You must have courage to change mega gigantic dreams and a dash of spunk. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Annie believes in cats, full-bodied red wine, dark chocolate, rich, deep connection, and that laughter is not only the best medicine, but the best way to get over your daily crap. <laughs> she coaches individuals, couples, teams and groups who are ready to leap into radical change. I would totally date you, Annie. <laughs> I've been waiting for you to ask. <laughs> What's taking you so long, girl? <laughs> Every time I read this, I'm like, dang, that belongs on like a dating site, girl. <laughs> Even I know, though I know you're, I you're kind of married. My so. husband, my, I was going to say, my husband might not be thrilled with that. <laughs> Maybe a different kind of dating site, but that's a topic for a different show. Yes, yeah, so let's keep that in mind. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So how much fun can we have talking about not, N-O-T, not? Who are you trying not to be? And, wow, I, I don't know. Well, I, I could be sarcastic and say I don't know anybody who does this, but I have done this for a large part of my life. Um, and I see that it's a pretty popular club a lot of people like to play in. So in your practice and in your life, have you done some of that um, <laughs> trying to create yourself to not be somebody or something that never. maybe you I've never done that. Decided I don't... Was... <laughs> Sorry, Keisha, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. No, run with that. No, no, go for it. Just finish up. With, I'm so sorry. I was so rude. <laughs> oh, please, girl. You know me. We have fun this way. So, so yeah. So, how many of us? Let's just ask the listeners. How many of us maybe have done this for part of, if not all of our lives? Um, really, one of the things we want to play with today is where are you creating your life or trying to create your life in resistance to someone or something else? Um, or in some cases, in resistance to even being here, you know. Um, we all go through our experiences. We all create our interesting adventures. 
And we, we're not all the time, we're not always, you know, really happy with what we're creating. And sometimes we get into these strange patterns and habits of working against energy rather than with it. <laughs> and so it creates some very interesting stuff. I know in my life I have created some very interesting stuff and in my body. And, and it does show up in our body, does it not? Have you seen that in your practice and in your own life? Would you like me to answer that? <laughs> I would love you to answer that. I see you're posting lots of emoticons. I love it. <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite thing. I love those things. Whoever invented I love them emoticons. kisses all over them, their bodies. Over, yes. <laughs> Um, okay, so so wow, like this topic, like we could talk for three years on this alone. I mean, resistance is it, actually a it's a topic of a show I have done with one of your other hosts, beautiful Petrina mm-hmm. Fava, called mm-hmm. Resistance is Futile. I have done this is a topic I have done a lot on writing and talking about, and, and especially it shows up with clients. And I have a phenomenal. Um, analogy actually that I love, love, love to use. So back when I was about 21, which is (laughs) longer ago than I cared to say, um, I was my, my first husband, uh, who, who thought he, he, all he had to do was use force for change, which, you know, a lot of people use, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. decided, and he used to be a ski instructor. So he decided that he was going to teach me to ski. I had never been on skis. And so he was going to teach me to ski. And so um, uh, he did. He he taught me what was called the traverse method. I think it was called traverse, something like that. And so the method essentially is is that you go sort of uh, diagonally across the the hill, and then you hop, and then you go diagonally across, and that's how you you traverse the hill. You kind of are are, are oh. doing this thing, and ultimately you get into a flow. And you know, and that literally flow that word is the key to everything. It's the key to happiness. It's the key to energy and health in your body. It's the key to, to everything. It really, it's the key to the kingdom. Yeah. 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 So, so here's what, here's what I did. Um, I, I had this idea that I was afraid to go too fast down the hill. And so what Mm. I did was quite inventive and quite hilarious. I went across the hill. That was cool. But as I hopped, in order to avoid going downhill too much, I hopped uphill. So I overhopped, and that left me facing up the hill. So, of course, getting down again to traverse was like so much freaking effort. And I did this, and by the end of the run, I was like, oh, my God, that's so freaking hard. I was exhausted. And and he looked at me and he said, "That's because you're hopping up the hill. You're supposed to hop down." <laughs> really so, funny, Annie. Yeah, right. So I, I experimented with it, and sure enough, you know, it took a while because it really like it, it's so funny because all of these pieces of resistance that show up, things that we call fear, like I'm afraid to go too fast on the hill, like. So uh-huh. what's the worst that, I mean, seriously, we weren't on a very expert run. Like, what's the worst that would have happened? I would have fallen into snow. Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like all these inventions and creations that we make up in our minds and make them as conclusions and then live and make choices from those. We're insane when you really exactly. think about it, yeah. right? 
Yeah. So, yeah. so what I didn't, so what I did eventually get to, which was quite thrilling and amazing, was I learned how to let go and use the slope of the hill to move me down the hill. So I used it. I leaned mm. in. And instead of resisting the hill, I went with it. And I wonder I if we, if we use that analogy in our lives, every time we come up against something that we have formed a conclusion about, that it's going to be hard or that we can't do it or, you know, I'm going to kill myself <laughs> if I go too fast. <laughs> you know, all of these ideas, like what if we just used the universe, life, the earth, and didn't resist? And, and yeah. another, another phenomenal author, Pima Chodron, if you've ever read anything by her, she's, she's quite brilliant. And she wrote something yeah. called When Things Fall Apart. And in one of the very many trauma drama episodes I had created in the past, um, I read her like <laughs> breathing air. And, you know, she wrote, when things fall apart, where, where do we get this idea that, <clears throat> that when, you know, life is supposed to be easy, it's supposed to be, oh, the smooth sailing, no wind, no resistance, yeah. no anything, like la, 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 la. And then when things kind of go a little awry, that something's wrong. We immediately go to the something yeah. is wrong place. And she said, what if yeah. in the middle of the windstorm, in the middle of the chaos, in the middle of the tornado, you actually hold your center as, you know, what's right about this and, and lean into it and stop resisting and let, your, let ourselves just go with it and be informed yeah. by it. Oh, I like that. Be informed by it. <laughs> That's juicy. <laughs> oh, yeah. wow. Did that ever give yeah. space and expand or what, right? Yeah. Yeah, that is it, such a beautiful w energy there that that like invites, well, me, <clears throat> I'm inviting all of us to tap into that Um um and and one of the things I say often is I when I'm talking about energy, um, I say that the nature of energy is that it responds, and and that's another beautiful way to say that is to be informed by it, and and it is. It's like let it give you the information, and then you can make a choice, and yeah, and really choice comes you know comes into this. We can make choices. Now I I've been really. I've been a master of unconscious choices pretty much most of my life. <laughs> so, um, so now that I'm actually, you know, doing my thing, making choices, you know, from a place of actually being present with the energies to the best of my abilities on a given day or in a given moment, um, it changes so much. And and I love that. Be informed by it, and it's like allow the universe to bring you what you are asking for and how beautiful can that be right or how beautiful can we let that be yeah yeah well you know and there's this, there. like there's this funny thing that happens because listen we all interact with each other on a day-to-day -day basis like i spent <laughs> seven years in the himalayan mountains of india right like even the greatest monk who's <laughs> sitting there meditating day after day month after month year after year in the little cavern of 
you know, completely isolated. And of course, you know, we get this idea that that's just this phenomenal thing to do in a target that we should all aim for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, but even the monk has to come down at some point and buy some, you know, food, right? <laughs> like, right. He still has to come out and, <laughs> and interact. And, <clears throat> and the thing that I have observed so many times is, is, is that, like, it's when we interact, because the world is our mirror. It lets us know yeah. where we are. And so, like, if, if you really expand and come into infinite being, like right now, go beyond the edges of what you call your awareness and really stretch mm. them out. Go beyond your energy, like really bigger, 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 bigger. Like, where do we end? Yeah. We don't. So does that exclude any other being? <laughs> right? It doesn't. So, no. so what happens is we interact with each other and then we look at the other person and call them wrong or call ourselves. Like, what the? I'm going to swear. What the fuck? Like, really? Go for it, girl. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, it's like sometimes there's just no other word that just does it. Um, I know. I know. <laughs> right? So, so how many times we're, we're, we're like constantly engaged, especially these days with social media, like we're on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And we engage with each other. And then somebody, you know, let's say we're being a little more brave and we're putting out something that's important to us. It's a position on something or some, you know, sense of awareness that we got, which, you know, I do this all the time, right? Like I love to write. I love to write and I love to be on social media. Mm-hmm. And it's my book in a sense. Like I mm-hmm. I write things and then I capture them and I'm I'm keeping copies of them and they'll become something. I don't know why yeah. yet. And, and so... <laughs> Some people will agree. Some people will tell me I'm full of shit. And some people will just, like, argue with me. <laughs> and, it's, <laughs> and it's so fascinating because I watch the energies in my body. Because for me, my body is my informant. Like, when I said get informed, yeah. um, our bodies are our informing mechanism. Our bodies are our message centers. So without these bodies, it's really, like, there are antenna. Like, cats use their whiskers and, you know... I can't think of other creatures that use things. <laughs> Everybody uses something <laughs> to sense, right? And yeah. and so our so our bodies are giving us messages all the time. And so I, let's just take social media because it's such a big thing these days. So let's say you're 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 not in front of anyone. Like there's nobody in front of you, but they are energetically in your energy field because of social media. Uh-huh. So now mm-hmm. someone's arguing with you or making you wrong or something like that. And what happens to your body, Keisha? Oh, constriction. Right? Often. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. noticed and the then tightening what? or the little bit of a um, – I start to get a – I can, uh, if I'm not paying attention. Um, I can start to get a little bit grumpy, a little bit cross with myself or with someone else. Um Lily spends the most time with me, and sometimes she gets to bear witness to my grumpiness. <laughs> yeah, so is yeah, that even yours? It's like we start to internalize it, and it's not. Yeah, so often it's not. Right. It's, and and that is resistance. Yeah. That piece, the the constriction, totally. the, and then not, like, so being willing to look at it, being with yeah. it, that's a phenomenal mm-hmm. topic for after the break, right? Like. Mm-hmm. really getting into mm-hmm. the resistance and being with it. I love that. Was that a cat? Oh, <laughs> that's Lily. 
<laughs> She's my little co-pilot. Hi, Lily. <laughs> she gets to talk on almost every show. She's like one of the most awesome. recorded cats on, on A to Zen. <laughs> so, <laughs> that is awesome. She's my, one of my wise co-creators here that I get to play with every day. So, yeah, I'm... I'm loving this. Um, and what I would like to invite people to over the break is just this question that Annie you know, has posed to us is what do you notice um, when you start to perceive different energies in your universe, in your space? Um, what do you become aware of? And what is your body um, able to tell you that maybe you haven't been acknowledging that you could begin to choose to respond in a different way now. And so, yeah, some questions. Um, wow, I, I don't know that that's really required. So how about if we just go to break? I, I feel like we're all in a nice kind of floaty place at this moment. <laughs> and, uh, and we'll have some more yummy, amazing conversation when we get back. You're listening to Living Well here on A2Zen.fm. I'm Keisha Clark, and I'm here today with Annie Gelfan and all these gorgeous, amazing creatures who are playing with us in the chat room and listening, and I'm just so grateful. And what else can we be creating and changing from the not to the yes? or the AM, the AM. Um, so we'll be right back after these messages. <laughs> Have you begun to ask yourself what you truly desire to create in your life? What if you being willing to embody abundant living was the key to your wealth and to creating greater in your life? And what if that could also be the invitation for more people to be willing to embody abundant living? Would that be a contribution to you and your body and to other people and their bodies? And might that also create more in the future? Join Keisha Clark Empowerment Agent and the host of Living Well Radio Show to discover, uncover, and crack open the wealth of possibilities you are every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What if you really do change molecules by your interaction with them? What if the change you've been looking for is right before your eyes? What if the uncomfortableness that comes with difference could be fun? What if the closed-minded people of the world no longer determined our world? What if gratitude trumps judgment every time? What if your kindness healed the world? What if the earth is asking for your help? And what if you had the resources to give it? This is your invitation to step into something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Picasso, Da Vinci, Shakespeare, Aristotle all knew to be true. Hi, my name is Dane here. Thirteen years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. What if there are no dumb questions, or any question too large? What if you being you are the gift and the change this world requires? Is now the time? For more questions to create a change in your world, sign up for a free video series at beingyouclass.com. My gift to you, beingyouclass.com. How much of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration of your strengths and capabilities? What would your life be like if you were choosing the abundance of possibilities of you now? Connect with Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent now for a different perspective on creating the life you truly desire to be living. Call in with your questions in the U.S. 815-880-8255 in Canada at 613-800-8736 
in the UK at 033-0001-0625, by Skype at a2zen.fm, or by emailing Keisha at livingwellnow at gmail.com. Now, back to our show. <laughs> Welcome to the next segment of Living Well here on A2Zen.fm. We are celebrating Earth Day with some creating and choosing change from the not way of living to the yes or the choice or the am, the I am way of creating your lives. Lily is here with us, and we are welcoming back our <laughs> guest, Annie Gelfan. <laughs> she, she's really kind of my co-host someday. <laughs> um, so, Lily. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we, we get to talk to lots of amazing beings. And so before the break, if you're just joining us, we, we got to this really beautiful space we have talked about being uh, allowing ourselves to be informed by the energies we are encountering and allowing our bodies to gift us the information and the awareness. And really, I think part of this is choosing to acknowledge. And before we go into that, I kind of want to play with a couple things that I perceived bubbling in some universes as we were talking during the first segment. And Something that I see in my work a lot, and it comes up in almost every, uh, well, really, uh, in many of the conversations that I have one-on-one, but also in almost every group, class, and conversation um, that we have around personal development and um, when we do, when we get into some processing work, is most of us have at least one, perhaps two or three or five people in our lives that we've either known as a child or at some point in our growing up that we actually have been in resistance to for whatever reason, whether they were unkind to us or whether we did not think very highly of them or whatever the reason. What I notice is that a lot of us actually pretty early on, we kind of get into these these choices and these patterns and these habits of being in resistance to a certain energy and however that shows up in whatever people in our lives. And and we try to create ourselves to not become that person. And so can you speak to that as well? Because I know in your practice you, you've talked about this too. So what Well, you, you and I have had so many conversations mm-hmm. about, about this. So let's let's take an example that, you know, maybe true for, it's not true for everyone. Not everyone has had an unkind parent. Um, and mm-hmm. probably most, most of us have had some uh, level of unkindness in our so, in One our of our relatives, and, yeah. <laughs> yeah, somewhere in our worlds as young children. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for instance, um, let's speak of the closest parent, a mother. Um, and, mm-hmm. you know, so we, you and I are talking about all sorts of adventures and discussing all mm-hmm. of that in upcoming future <laughs> adventures. And um, mm-hmm. this piece begins with, I'm going, you know, think of it as, as you grow up and you're a daughter, let's say, of a mother. Um, you might say things like, I'm never going to do that to my kid. I'm never going to be mm-hmm. like that. I, you know, you, you take a behavior that you didn't, that didn't expand you, that didn't feel good to you, that made you small, that cut you down, whatever it created in your world was not expansive. And now you have decided because that didn't work for you that you can never be it, you can never use it, you can, and you now have stuck yourself 
and limited yourself in, in, in the energies that you can be. And now you are creating. Mm-hmm. And it's not a wrongness. Please don't, don't get, Absolutely. don't think that I'm yeah. saying this. Because this is, this is how we begin to create our world. We begin exactly. with what we mm-hmm. don't want. We, we know better about what we don't want. And so it might start with a relationship, you know, like you have mm-hmm. a bad relationship and you go, okay, so I don't want that again, you know, and that's mm-hmm. a cool way of beginning um, mm-hmm. to, to, and you know, what you resist persists, yeah. right? So yeah. the, the resistance is a way of creating a knot. And I love that knot is also K-N-O-T, like it's creating a knot in, Right. <laughs> so now we've just tied ourselves up in, in what we can create. And, you know, instead of using not, what if we used awareness? And mm. instead of using the past, what if we stay present and ask Love questions? That. Yeah. Wow. So maybe a, a, a question to open up some space in this moment, all of you who are willing to go here what are the energies what are the people in your lives that you are perhaps even unconsciously still trying to create yourself in resistance to rather than being in allowance of and having true choice for you wow. and this brings up so many um collapses and galumping together of, um, mm-hmm. under, if you will, understanding what that means. So we're not mm-hmm. saying when somebody's shouting at you and being, you know, um, aggressive or hostile or even dangerous that you should stand there and take it. Please don't think exactly. that we're saying that. Um, yes. You know, let's put those situations aside because, you know, Yes. Please run away, <laughs> do whatever you have to do, hit back, whatever you need to do to take care of yourself. That's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about, you know, in a, let's say, a parent-child situation, um, which many of us began our lives having, you know, parent is yelling at you or making you wrong. And, and what starts to develop, we begin our coping strategies very, very, very young. And they end up being like grooves in a record, right? We now have our automatic mm-hmm. response system. So as soon as mm-hmm. that comes up later in our lives, it gets triggered and immediately without thought, because it's an automatic response, we go back to that response. Right. And so uh, without a tool like, and this is what we all love so much about access consciousness, is these are just a bunch of tools that are, you know, liberator mechanisms. <laughs> they get us out of places <laughs> that have trapped us through lifetimes. And so this mm-hmm. very simple act of not being stuck in the past and really getting present and noticing, okay, I am completely constricted and shut down when I am in front of this person. So go into that situation for a moment. All of us have at mm-hmm. least one, right, that we can draw on. Yeah. And now what happens is you watch everything just shut down, right? Yeah. Everything closes wow. up, everything tightens up. And, mm-hmm. and so... Um, you want to do the opposite of what seems to be natural. You want to actually lower your barriers. Like the fortress, you know, Get Smart, if anybody's old enough to remember that yeah. show. There used to be the cone <laughs> of silence that would, you know, lower. And that's what we do. We lower this cone of silence. Like you can't get in. It's my impenetrable fortress you can't get through. 
So mm-hmm. I'm asking you all now to do something completely opposite to what might be intuitive. And so instead of lower, instead of raising your barriers, lower them. I love this tool because by by raising our barriers, by we're actually cutting ourselves off from receiving. And if you cut yourself off from receiving, you can't have anything. You can't have money. You can't have joy. You can't have happiness. Right? We cut off mm-hmm. everything. And yeah. so what if in this, it's like what Pima Trojan talked about. It's like hang out there. Be willing to be vulnerable. Be as, quote, unquote, the open wound in front of this person. And then create whatever it is that would work for you. So if someone, like, I'll, I'll never forget, I'm going to give you a little secret from one of mm-hmm. Gary Douglas's lovely, lovely, I mean, he's just an amazingly aware man, and I just enjoy so much learning from him all the time. And one of his classes was called Advanced Manipulation and how men, we've made a manipulation so wrong. But he said something that really, really opened up universes for me. He said, you know, when someone's mean, and there are a lot of mean people out there, um, mm-hmm. what if you just said something like, did you mean to be that mean? Mm. Like, just call it what I it like is. That. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, the, yeah. <laughs> it's like we yeah. Go into and and you don't have to have a charge on it. That's so cool. Well, yeah. when being you, like you just kind of hate. like, and, and so many of us have grown up with, and I know you and I have talked about this, Keisha, like our, our abilities to access what is right for us, what works for us, has been cut off. So what might be quote-unquote normal for someone, which is, you know what, you can't touch me, that's not cool, we didn't know that that wasn't okay. We didn't know to say no. We didn't know, and I'm not, I shouldn't speak for Keisha, I'm going to speak for me. Like, I remember (laughs) watching a little four-year-old girl when when someone hugged her and she didn't want to be hugged, and she just said, stop that. I could I didn't know how to do that until just a few years ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know that that's a funny thing, but you think that should be something that is kind of taught to every child. Right? Mm-hmm. It's like if it doesn't work for them, say fucking no. Oh, no. Yes. And then <sighs> say that, you know what? That doesn't work for me. Like take care of yourself. If you, the biggest aha that I have had through all of this work, and I have been at this, you know, pretty much full time since 1985. So I've been at this a long, long time. And the biggest thing that I've learned is what works for someone else, what is true for someone else, doesn't necessarily mean that it will be true for you or will work for you. So you have to know what works for you. And you're the only one that knows whether yeah. you need to pee, yeah. whether you like broccoli, whether you like the color red, like only you know, <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, and this is an irony too for me. It's like, and I love how this is actually, that that we don't get to know these things about ourselves when we are being in resistance to all of these things we have concluded we can't or should not or that we never want to be, Right. Right. Like, like exactly. that's part of this beautiful mystery of the way energy works that I love to play with. And, and it's just so amazing how it doesn't have to be as difficult as we so often try to make it. <laughs> and oh, yet, so freaking true. 
those those choices to make it difficult, they're not like we wake up and go, okay, how incredibly can I screw up my life today? You know, I don't know anybody that wakes up and says that question to the world. And yet, when we're when we're not choosing to, and, and I'm going to tie in the being present now, um, when we're not choosing to really let ourselves be present with ourselves, I, for me, what I'm noticing is, if I can first be willing to be present with me, with allowance of me, and and really look at those parts, and if you know, I have moments that I totally hear my mother come out of my mouth, and I'm like, holy shit, that's my mom, you know, or I look at my hands and I totally see my mother's hands, and I'm like, whoa, that's really freaky, you know, and and it's not because I don't like my mother, I adore my mother, but I'm also aware of. I have these moments that I go, oh, wait a minute. I am totally aware in this 10 seconds that I made a conclusion at the age of whatever, or sometimes I don't know the age, and you don't have to. That's part of the beauty of this. But somewhere I've been creating or trying to create in resistance to this part about my mom that I at some point decided I didn't want to take on that, you know, that feature, um, or my grandmother, or my grandfather, or my uncle, you know, it's like, or some person that was really unkind to me in the seventh grade, you know, and I, and I will notice how those show up. If If you can be present when those energies show up through you, you can change so much if you, if you don't go into the judgment and continue the pattern of trying to push that down or push that away or or even deny that but in in whatever form of resistance you're you're doing in that moment and that's part of what is so fascinating to me about how energy wow works. wow i um, i mean yeah that was such rich <laughs> and full of of so much awareness the 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 thing is and it really is if you ever notice it's kind of like i don't want to look at that i don't want to look at that i don't want to look at that like yeah. you don't think about don't think about the color purple don't think about the color purple. <laughs> right? Stop thinking about the color purple. <laughs> right? What are you thinking you about? You cannot think of the color purple. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, it really is, first of all, a few things. I mean, what you resist persists. So, yeah. you know, the more you push it away, the more it's going to show up in your life because the world, exactly. the universe is our mirror. And if mm-hmm. there's something that we are pushing away, we're making it more real, we're giving it more energy. Yes. The more energy you give something, the more real you make it. It's one of the reasons why, you know, there's so much trauma drama is that people are giving things so much energy and making them so freaking significant. And I know this because I am a recovering trauma drama queen. I used to be phenomenal (laughs) at creating trauma drama. Oh, my God. Until I realized what I was doing and then I just stopped. Like literally overnight, I just stopped. It was just, that's not, not working for me. I'm not doing that anymore. And awesome. the other piece about this is that, um, and this is a big one, you cannot judge something you have not been and done. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean it has to have been in this lifetime. It could have been in any lifetime. Yeah. But every time you go, I don't want to be like that, or look at that stupid person doing this, like, Watch the charge and the energy that's present. Like that, that is, remember, mm-hmm. this is, this whole world is our, our laboratory. 
We're mm-hmm. simply experimenting every day. I always think of myself, it began when I was really big into meditation. I think of myself as a scientist with a lab coat on. Mm-hmm. And I would be walking around with my observations. And I could observe without the charge. Like I could observe the charge, but I could let it go. Yeah. 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 And in observing it, I was willing to let it go because I recognized that it was not mine. So, and I see that we probably have a break coming up, right? We're good. Breaks are soft. So, yeah. And I just love this. It's like the point I'd like to put a little highlighter around is when you said, when you give something energy or when you are having any kind of resistance, whatever it's, it's showing up as, you're still giving it the energy. Whether you're going, oh, I love that dress. Oh my God, it's so beautiful. Or whether you're going, oh my God, could you just go put a potato sack on with a belt, please? (laughs) You're still giving it energy. You're still doing it. And so how aware are we willing to be? That's one of the invitations I'm I'm like totally having in the moment of of this is like, how aware are we willing to be of what we're creating? Whether we're creating through resistance or allowance. Yeah. And, that's a and great question to talk about. That's so perfect. Yes. Okay. So, my friends, <laughs> join us again in just a few moments. You're listening to Living Well here on A2Zen.fm, and we will be right back. <laughs> Have you begun to ask yourself what you truly desire to create in your life? What if you being willing to embody abundant living was the key to your wealth and to creating greater in your life? And what if that could also be the invitation for more people to be willing to embody abundant living? Would that be a contribution to you and your body and to other people and their bodies? And might that also create more in the future? Join Keisha Clark Empowerment Agent and the host of Living Well Radio Show to discover, uncover, and crack open the wealth of possibilities you are every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world? and to like yourself a lot more. Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question, always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com How much of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration of your strengths and capabilities? What would your life be like if you were choosing the abundance of possibilities of you now? Connect with Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent now for a different perspective on creating the life you truly desire to be living. Call in with your questions in the U.S. 815-880-8255 in Canada at 613-800-8736 in the U.K. at 033-0001-0625 
by Skype at A2Zen.fm or by emailing Keisha at livingwellnow at gmail.com. Now back to our show. <laughs> Welcome to our last segment for today of Living Well here on A2Zen. And again, happy Earth Day. And what are we changing and creating with the Earth as we are choosing to be present with the energies and create our lives from choice rather than the N-O-T, creating the K-N-O-T's in our lives and in our bodies. <laughs> and before we jump back in, we have a fabulous question in the chat room. And I also just want to give you a couple minutes. Annie, will you tell folks how they can play with you, what you have coming up? And I love this radicalwisdom.com. So um, what can folks do if they want to play with you? Oh, I love that question. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I, uh, I actually am at radicalwisdom.com. So you can find me on my website. Um, and there are lots and lots. I have a new store. In fact, I just had somebody completely redesign my website. So there's lots of fun tools that are on it now. There's a store in there that actually has lots of the A to Zen interviews that I have done with you guys on fabulous topics, Ooh. many of you. <laughs> so people can go in there and download those for free. And I also have some, some other uh, lovely and um, fabulous tools in there, too. I'm also on Twitter at Radical underscore Wisdom. I am actually everywhere in social media. I'm on Google+, Plus, Radical <laughs> Wisdom. I'm on Instagram. I'm YouTube. You can pretty much find me. Just, you know, put Annie Galfand in Google and you will find it. Or Radical Wisdom, you will find just a ton of hits. Um, yeah, <laughs> so there's lots and of ways And it's a beautiful site. And sign up for her newsletter, folks. It's a gorgeous newsletter. Oh, my God. It's Thank so you. sexy and delicious. Yum, yum. Oh. Yeah, and I have actually a few <laughs> events coming up, too, which you can find on the Facebook Yay. page, the Radical Wisdom. Yeah, it's facebook.com yeah. forward slash Radical Wisdom. Beautiful. Wow. And um, there will be some things Annie and I will be, we're, we're cooking up something yummy for you folks. So stay tuned. <laughs> and, um, and I'll, I'll be posting some of that too on our, on both of our Facebook pages on our sites. We'll have some information as we get those details ready for you. So Yay. yes. Wow. How does it get even awesomer? Um, I'm loving this question from uh, from one of our chat roomers, and um, they're asking, what can I do with the energy that I am resisting when it shows up? Will just being present with it change something? I love that question. Would you like to jump in with that one, Anne? <laughs> I would so love <laughs> to do that. Um, yeah, there's uh, four questions that you can ask when you are in the middle of noticing resistance is present. First off, you can just say, what is this? These are questions that Gary Douglas has offered us as tools in access consciousness, which can just, you just want to ask. So you're not looking for an answer. You're looking for expansion. You're looking for, because what's going on in the resistance place is there's a lot of contraction. So we're just looking for more ease in our bodies and to create ease, because this is, after all, about us. We're not here to change anyone. We're here to be the change ourselves. And what Ever that looks like for you. So creating ease. So, I mean, today's Earth Day. How are we going to change this Earth? Death Earth? <laughs> We're going to change this Earth by being the change. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> so right now the Earth is is dying because we're killing it with our anger. 
We're killing it with our hatred. We're killing it with our wars and with our judgment. Um, so in, that's such a great question that was asked um, because in that moment, of the willingness to observe it. So you've heard there's, um, um, oh, what the heck is that science called of physics? But the quantum effect? Quantum <laughs> physics. Quantum physics, that's mm -hmm. it. Um, quantum physics is literally when you observe a molecule, you change it. The behavior of the molecule changes just in the observation of it. So in the willingness to be with the energy and go, wow, look at this energy. <laughs> like, and instead of judging yeah. yourself or judging them, what if you could just go, wow, this is awesome. Thank you for this. <laughs> like really find a way to be in gratitude because gratitude and judgment cannot coexist. It's, it, yeah. If you want a radical change catalyst, Using gratitude is the one. I'm, I'm taking this happiness course with yeah. Coursera for CEUs for my International Coach Federation credential. Believe it or not, yeah, it's a phenomenal course, actually. I'm really enjoying it. And actually, that is one of the tools to be happy. People who are in gratitude are happier. Yeah. It's fascinating. So find yeah. in that moment, you know, ask the question, what is this? Can I change this? How can I change this? Right. And then ask. Mm -hmm. So you're looking for awareness. You're looking for expansion. You're not looking for an answer, but just being willing to be in the question. It takes your it makes your attention expanded. So it's not just about the person in front of you fighting you. Now expand mm -hmm. your own energy and drop your barriers. And then you can ask. A, I love this question. What energy, space and consciousness can my body and I be? to exponentialize our allowance to exceed our awareness for all eternity. I love that. <laughs> so everything that doesn't allow that, will you please? And does everybody know oh. the clearing statement on this call? And if you don't, they've you heard find it. more yep. information, theclearingstatement.com. Mm -hmm. And so yep. let me just finish this with right, wrong, good, bad, pop, pop, online, shorts, boys, and youngs. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and a, and one of the wonderful like first tools you get, first question tools you get to put in your toolbox is what else is possible? And if you forget every other question in the world in the moment when you're having frustration and you recognize if you're willing to acknowledge that okay, I am in resistance here, just ask what else is possible. And if you have to ask it 500 times in your head, would you be willing to do that? Yeah. And know that yeah. you're changing the energy. Yeah. yeah. The willingness to look at it. Remember, molecules will change when you're willing to, when you look at them, when you observe them. So do this with, you know, you make judgment real, right? So what if instead of making it real, you, you knew it's just molecules? That's all it is. Everything's energy. I there love isn't that. anything that is an energy. <laughs> so look at this judgment that you have made so real and so solid. And now look at it. Just look at it. What is this? Like be in awe and curiosity yeah. of a child. Use your curiosity. Like have no predisposition or prejudgment as to what it is. Like imagine you're an alien landing on the, you know, friendly alien landing on the planet. And you're just like, <laughs> everything's new. Everything's new. Like, wow, look at this. Oh, my God, that's so awesome. Like really be curious <laughs> without judgment and be grateful. How does it get better than this? Yeah. These and, are your and, tools that will change everything, including resistance. Yeah. Yes. 
And for anybody who might be having a resistance to a portion of what Annie is saying about being grateful, <laughs> let me just offer you, okay, it's not about being grateful specifically for that person or that incident that's going on because it's not always – there's not a great deal of ease going directly to that, I know from my personal experience. However, when you can just find the energy of gratitude, it can change so much. And here's Actually, another question Keisha, you can, can ask. I can yeah. I, sorry, I just want to say one thing about that because there is a way to be grateful for that judgment. <laughs> Truly. There is, yeah. Because, they're, yeah. yeah. because they're showing you something about you. Absolutely. And, and what I'm aware of, too, is like we don't always go there so quickly. Like, oh, they're showing me something about myself. Let me be grateful. <laughs> right. Like, I know sometimes it takes me 10 minutes or 10 hours before I can get to that point. And so you can just ask for the energy and space of gratitude to show up for you. And Beautiful. So it, it can be a passive way, and I don't mean passive like not that you're not being present. It's just you can ask for the energies to change. You can ask for the energies to show up. And just as Annie was pointing out, your presence, being the being that you be, has an effect on the energy as well. So if you are willing to choose something different, you actually are changing the energy. And, and the willingness and you to be, willing be in to be gratitude. That? And the willingness yeah. to be in gratitude for yourself. Totally. And be kind with yourself and be gentle yeah. with yourself. Like if when yeah. you're being that energy, then it's oh, funny so, because yes. you're not coming at it from changing others, but they naturally will change as a result of that. Exactly. Exactly. Oh my gosh, Annie. <laughs> We're coming up to our last minute, and I, before I take a few seconds to just make a quick announcement, I just thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, um, thank you. <laughs> I'm having so much gratitude. I'm so enjoying getting to play with you, and I'm so looking forward to what we're creating and getting to play with and, and going to be playing with in the near future. Um, and just thank you for coming on and, and being a part of, creating this today with me with, you know, yeah, the, oh, the total Keisha, joy of, you, thank you. You're so welcome. <laughs> I just adore you and I'm happy to create and I can't wait for what we're creating in the future. Stay tuned, oh. everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I also just want to invite folks, you can find Annie's link to her website on this replay page if you just scroll down and click RadicalWisdom.com. And there's another invitation there as well that I want to mention, and it is to go and get your ticket for one of my new collaborative ventures with my sister goddess, Rhonda Burns. I have all these beautiful sister goddesses. How did I get so lucky? And... You can go get your ticket for our new venture, Sexually Speaking, which launches in just a few weeks. And if you don't have a ticket, you won't get to come play. So please do that. And have a fabulous week. And what would your life be if you were not nodding yourself into a million little pieces? <laughs> have a Thank great you week, for everybody. listening in today to Living Well you, with your host, Keisha Clark. You are invited to join us every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. In the meantime, what would it take for you to be choosing more of the abundance and prosperousness of you and living well with total ease?